0: This is the Flux I'm Brett And I'm Justin And it's Tuesday the 10th of September Jussie Boy Spending season is on the way mm-hmm. With Black Friday yep. Christmas and Boxing Day coming up Correct Now the Australian Retailers Association Expects $66.8 billion to be spent That's between November and Christmas And that is 0.1% higher than last mm-hmm. year But of course Throw in inflation And you're really seeing spending Going backwards Interesting But not surprising B-Man huh. I'll tell you what was surprising this month mm-hmm. My credit score oh, no. Went up a little 50 points I was Love very pleased with that App. Now, Flux Am, of course, you can get your credit score for free in the Flux app with a couple of clicks. Three nifty stories today, Juzzy Boy. Let's do it. For our first, the Seven Network has claimed the title of Australia's most watched network for a third straight Ooh, year. Not too shabby, my kitchen rules. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me more, B-Man. Well, Juzzy Boy, we know the Seven Network is the TV channel that screens some real bangers mm-hmm. like Farmer Once a Wife Banger. and Dancing with the Stars. Banger. As well as the FIFA Women's World Cup. <laughs> yep. But they also... also... Also had some absolute stinkers like blow up. Where people compete for $100,000 by creating the best balloon artwork. Stinker. <laughs> but, Brep Channel 7's come out and they've claimed the ratings crown for 2023. Despite the fact that it's not yet the end of the rating season. They reckon they've got such a big lead that nobody can claim it from here. The latest figures from Oztam, the official TV network ratings tool, mm-hmm. they had 7's market share at over 42%. And 9 was next best at just over 36%. And, Brian, with this crown, it means 7 can continue. Continue to market itself as the most appealing network for advertisers. Nice call. So what's the key learning here? The higher the ratings, the more money a network can make. But Jazzy Boy, there is a bit of a nuance to this uh, rating stuff. <laughs> you see, becoming the network with the most total viewers gives you boasting rights. Yeah. But that specific figure doesn't necessarily matter to advertisers. Yeah, that's because advertisers buy slots on television based on specific demographics. And specific TV shows that draw in that group of people. And Brett, at the end of the day, the TV ratings only matter to an advertiser if the ad campaign eventually translates to revenue. But given Seven's net profit dropped nearly 31% over the last 12 Mm. months, strong ratings don't really mean everything. (laughs) For our second story, Uber is launching a new service to help customers return unwanted packages because over-ordering clothes is becoming the norm. From delivering people to now undelivering packages. (laughs) Tell us the story, Juzzy Boy. All right. well, Uber initially made its mark as the ride-house service and went head-to-head with taxi industries across the world. Now, since then, Uber has expanded into food delivery mm-hmm. and car sharing yep. and freight transport and much more. And Jazzy Boy, now Uber is rolling out a package return service. Here's how it's gonna work. Uber will pick up the package from your pickup location and drop it off to the local post office. So this new venture is a potentially new market for courier services mm-hmm. and Uber's ready to take full advantage of it. So what is the key learning here? Existing infrastructure helps businesses to disrupt new markets. When Uber Uber was growing as a ride hail service. They built technology, they built logistics, and of course, a network of drivers. And once they'd set up that infrastructure for ride sharing, mm-hmm. they leveraged that infrastructure to venture into a new industry, namely food delivery. And now they're using that same infrastructure to solve yet another problem for their user base, package returns. Now we know this isn't 100% new. No, no, no. We've seen other platform based companies expand horizontally like Airbnb with Airbnb experiences. And having established infrastructure, like uber does mm-hmm. means that uber can enter new markets with a very low entry cost and relatively high speed which gives uber a pretty fiery competitive edge mm-hmm. for our third and final story the nba is in the early stages of negotiating its new media rights deal and it could include a whole host of streaming services this is really going to heat up very mm-hmm. soon miami heat up you could say <laughs> jazzy boy go on all right so the national basketball association or the nba is obviously the professional basketball league in north america where we're talking Michael Jordan flying in the air back in the day. We're talking Steph Curry sinker threes <laughs> and LeBron freakish athletic attributes. NBA nerd alert <laughs> knows everything. But Chuzzy boy, the drama isn't just on the court. Mm-hmm. It's also in the boardroom where billion dollar deals get done. And for the NBA, these broadcast deals are even bigger than let's say the AFL because they <laughs> only happen about once a decade. Now back in 2014, the NBA locked in a 24 billion US dollar deal for the broadcast rights of the NBA. And that was for the next 10 years. But the preliminary talks have already begun. Now, we know that one of the traditional networks will get a slice of the NBA. Yep, but now streaming services like YouTube TV (laughs) and Amazon and Netflix, they're vying for their own slice of the NBA. So what is the key learning here? Live sports events are one of the few categories of TV programming that still has very large, very real-time audiences. (laughs) And Brett, this makes live sports a goldmine for advertisers who want to reach sports-crazy fans who can't fast-forward through ads. Think about it man the NBA season runs from October to June, including playoffs. <laughs> and that means subscribers won't be able to binge watch a whole season <laughs> of live games. Like they do with on-demand shows like Bridgerton yep. or the Beckham doco series, which I know you're loving right now. Loving. So for Netflix or other streaming services, it will help them reduce customer churn. As well as a way to bring new subscribers into the fold. But it'll cost them an arm... Um... And a leg. Fan, every single time that you apply for a credit card, for a home loan, even for a phone, it impacts your credit score. And I've got a feeling someone in this very room's credit score went up by about 50 points. <laughs> so, Floxan, if you want to check out your credit score, we've got it for free in the Flux app. Jazzy Boy, you've got that credit score glow. I can just see it on you. <laughs> very proud this month. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you tomorrow.